A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The two readings we heard, the first reading from the book of Samuel and the reading from the Gospel of John, are referred to as vocational calls, but I want to take another aspect of those two readings and refer to them as stories of evangelization. Now, when I use the word of evangelization, I am talking about the definition that says bringing someone to God or to Jesus. So when we look at that first reading, we have Eli, who as at the end of his life, he's had a busy life as a prophet, but now he awaits for death. But he has been tended to by the young man Samuel. And so we hear God calling Samuel. And Samuel keeps thinking that it is his master Eli who is calling him, so he continues to wake him up. And he says, no, I did not call you. Go back to sleep. So after the third time, Eli finally realizes God is calling this young man. Which makes sense because, as I said, Eli was at the end of his time. There needed to be a successor to be able to, prophesy, to be a prophet in God's name. And so Eli told Samuel, the next time you hear it, Say, speak, your servant is listening. And that's exactly what happened. Without Eli, who knows how many times God would have had to have called Samuel before he finally realized it was his God who was calling him. And then, of course, we hear this passage from John's Gospel. 
So John the Baptist had previously already baptized Jesus, and now he sees him walking by. John, of course, realizing that similar to Eli, he is, at, he is towards the end of his ministry, in this case as forerunner, as someone who is supposed to prepare the way for the Messiah. And so he tells two of his disciples, Behold the Lamb of God. And they immediately start following Jesus. And then, of course, one of them, Andrew, finds his brother Simon, who became known as Peter, and brought him, saying, We have found the Messiah. And so in the case of our gospel reading today, we have both John the Baptist and Andrew bringing people to Jesus. For us in our church, the sacraments of initiation are the primary way we introduce people to Jesus. Throughout my life as a priest, I've experienced people becoming members of the body of Christ, Parents bring their infant children to the font of baptism. Adults who have journeyed through RCIA. And even I've had the privilege on several occasions to play an important part of administering the last sacrament of initiation to youth through the sacrament of confirmation. Let me just share with you a few stories of those, of those sacraments. The first story occurred soon after I was ordained a deacon. I was excited that my brother and sister-in-law, after they had their first child, had planned on having him baptized while I was home from St. Mindred on my Christmas break. I looked forward to my nephew being the first baptism that I would perform as an ordained minister. Then my brother called me and he asked me to be his son's godfather. And I have to admit, there was a slight disappointment in that I would not be the minister of baptism, but I still experienced the joy of seeing and participating in my nephew's baptism that day. Another sacrament of initiation occurred while I was in seminary, but it was before I was ordained a deacon. I spent a summer as a hospital chaplain intern, working primarily in Indiana University Hospital. One night while working as the on-call chaplain, I was paged to a patient's room. I walked in to find the patient on a ventilator. His wife and his son were standing around this man's bed. His wife informed me that the very next day they would be taking him off the ventilator and the doctor said he would probably die soon after that. And then she asked me the question about why I was Paige. She wanted her husband baptized. Now since he was an adult, I needed to know that this was his wish so I leaned over, speaking loudly in his ear, and asked him if he wanted to be baptized. I saw the slightest nod of his head and told her that was good enough for me. I got a small cup of water, spoke his name, saying, I baptize you in the name of the Father, 
and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, while I poured the water three times over his forehead. I gathered once again in his room the next day. The ventilator was turned off, and probably within about ten minutes, that man breathed his last breath, but he did so as a baptized Christian. Before I entered seminary, I was a part of a Christ Renews His Parish team. We were actually the first team at my home parish. And as we went through our formation, we continued to become very close to one another. One of the people on my team was baptized Lutheran. His wife was Catholic. And we had good talks during our time. We became very close. And imagine my surprise after we had presented our weekend and we got together as a team when he announced that he wanted to become Catholic. And he asked me to be his sponsor. So we went through RCIA together and soon before I entered seminary, I was able to stand at his side as he was received into the Catholic Church and continues to be a very active member of my home parish. I share these stories to point out that the sacraments of initiation are received by people in different circumstances of life and different times of their lives. But the common thread among each of these is they encountered the Messiah. But before that could occur, somebody had to receive the gift of faith. It was the gift of faith that motivated my brother and sister-in-law to bring my nephew to the waters of baptism. It was the gift of a wife's faith that resulted in her asking that her dying husband be baptized and it is the gift of faith amongst our team members that inspired my fellow team member to seek to join the Catholic Church. In each one of these, the sacrament of initiation required somebody to come forward and bring someone to Jesus. And that is, I think, an important part of our role as Christians. Ultimately, we are to do what John the Baptist did in today's gospel and point out Jesus and bring people to Jesus so that they may be blessed in the same way as we are, becoming members of Christ's body, the church, so that all of us in communion with one another can look and say, Behold the Lamb.